0: everybody.
1: Hi. Hi.
0: Welcome to episode 136 of Hop Culture. We hope you all had a fabulous Thanksgiving and are ready to take on the Christmas season with gusto. Um, But before we get started, this is our chance as a group to catch up with each other about Thanksgiving as well. Um, So before we dive into our episode, let's talk turkey real quick. How was everyone's Thanksgiving?
2: Mine was fabulous because I didn't work a bit. And it was just, honestly, I've just been excited for, like, just a holiday. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so any holiday would do.
0: Yeah, just a break. You mm-hmm. had friends in town, right?
2: Yeah. Um. So Claire will get into her stuff later, but she wasn't around. So um, I did have some friends who live a couple hours away. They came to stay with me, and we cooked our own Thanksgiving dinner. And I- I'd never hosted Thanksgiving before, so I was a little nervous, but... It went off without a hitch. That's awesome.
0: You guys made all the food? Mm hmm.
2: I mean, we only made like five, like seven things or something.
0: It's like, <laughs> still a lot. <laughs> we only made, we only made five, whole seven things.
2: Why well, don't you pick like it? desserts?
0: We were talking on our drive down. So we went down to Cincinnati for Thanksgiving, which is where uh, my brother and sister in law live. And, um, they were nice enough to have us at their house and it was a delicious meal. We had a great time. My sister-in-law is a really great cook. So, uh, the food is always amazing, but on our drive down, Dave actually asked me, he was like, if we were to have a Thanksgiving where we were just going to go like pick up food somewhere, like would that, would you be like excited about that? Or would you feel like that's kind of like sad? I was like, honestly, And I don't think he was getting at anything. He wasn't trying to insinuate that it's, like, if anyone gets takeout, that it's, like, bad or anything. But I was, like, honestly, I think a few years ago, I would be, like, oh, no, like, you got to make Thanksgiving, you know. Kind of like my judgmental comment about if you don't have pie on Thanksgiving, I judge you. I would have also been, like, no, you got to cook on Thanksgiving, And I'm like, after doing it for a few years, actually just going and picking up food sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, I totally see the appeal of, like, just getting a pre-made Thanksgiving dinner somewhere, even just, like, once every, you know, four or five years or something, just taking, like, an off year. Because it is so much work to make everything. So much work.
2: That's, like, the opposite of what I felt like. I felt like when we made it, I was like, oh, this wasn't that much work. I
3: kind of felt like that,
2: too. I
1: don't know why I feel like it's so. Hard I also work. felt like it was a week of effort, so we are divided. What are we doing here? wrong? Yeah, Tess well, and I, I are, felt are like doing Anne and I had.
2: Here. I looked at Anne's spread, and it looked like she made the same things as I did, except we had stuffing where she had green beans. But like we had the same number of dishes on the table, mm-hmm, and I yeah. think that there's maybe like you add even just one or two more things, and it becomes. That broth, could be, you know, but I can't, a salad, I a eliminate. fruit salad, a thing like you've got yeah, to pare a it down of little a little. Extras.
0: Yeah,
3: would, that's true. Yeah, I told Matt the same mm-hmm. thing. I was like, I feel like some moms, not any specific moms that I'm thinking of, but just some of them, act like huge <laughs> martyrs about
2: Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, <laughs> so cruel. it's
1: been really on her sassiest behavior lately.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well
1: <laughs> Anne has been on her sassiest behavior lately.
2: But <laughs> I agree is, with I agree the with Anne. extras make it Thanksgiving uh-huh.
0: or else it's just a nice meal. Like it's just a normal Sunday but like, dinner. I,
2: no. It, I don't know. I kind of feel like if I'm if I'm just gonna get takeout, I'd rather get takeout from a different style of food. That's entirely. what Dave said. That's exactly yeah. what Dave said. Like yeah. get like a big a bunch of different Indian dishes, or you know, something like more mm-hmm. interesting, like sushi that you or something. Don't fun. normally get all the variety of, mm-hmm. but like I wouldn't probably just buy pre-made Thanksgiving because at that point it's like
1: I disagree with everyone.
2: Yeah, what would you guys comments.
1: do? I think everyone is wrong. <laughs> First of all, Thanksgiving it's it's pleasant, but it is a week's worth of work, and it can be both. And <laughs> you're right. Yeah, people. That's fair. Yeah, I, I actually had a good time until my pumpkin pie was ruined and then I threw maybe my biggest fit of our whole marriage. I Oh no And not at anybody <laughs> in the house, although it probably seemed <laughs> like it was directed. There was screaming, there was like pounding my hands on the oh, counter. No. On the Ingram, oh. <laughs> just I just crumbled and I was like, I need to take a shower, and I just left the room and let Luke finish uh, the rolls. But uh, anyway, what I'm talking about, sorry for the listeners, um, is that I left. I made a pumpkin pie, which is very important to me, as you all know. I've mentioned it like three episodes in a row. I made my pumpkin pie the day before, and I thought that pumpkin pies were shelf-stable, but apparently that's only if you buy it at the store. Granted, I've heard from a lot of people since Thanksgiving uh, that they've left their pumpkin pie out and it's been fine, but I just didn't want to risk it because I knew like, you know, it would ruin the whole weekend if I got food poisoning or something. So, I was pretty de- devastated that my pie didn't work out, but other than that, it was it was really fun. So it was um, just do that, do you that you, you had you left, left it little out. Little tidbits, though, I had just left it out, and so counter. you it just was, it was delicious. If if I do say so, oh, so wait, you no, did, you eat, did eat, it? eat it? I ate it the night before because I was like, <laughs> I have to have a sample and make sure it's okay oh, because tragic. the stores will be closed tomorrow. So if I need to go buy a pie. I got to sample it and make sure, like, I need to make sure it's okay. And it was amazing. And I was so excited to have, like, a full piece the next day because I just had, like, a a sliver. And so I'll make one again sometime. So wait, then you just found out you
0: should have put it in the fridge. There was no mold on it or anything. No,
1: Luke just, Luke just was like, wait, did you leave this out all night? And I was like, yeah, you can leave pies out. And he was like. Uh, and then he looked it up which he always does he always looks things up despite my like confidence i'm always so confident when i like say stuff and then he like <laughs> secretly goes and looks it up and has to like break it to me that i'm wrong so that's what happened luke was luke was nervous about it and it turns out the internet does say you shouldn't um,
0: the internet will always scare you on food safety. I know, it safety. will always
1: say that bacteria is possible. I know, I, I'm still not convinced that I couldn't have eaten it, but it was it was for the best, I guess, that I didn't get food poisoning. But other than that, it was very fun. Luke and I just stuck around here, and he got a whole week off. Uh, and so we just did a lot of uh, little outings to Walmart and laid around, and it was a very fun relaxing break
3: fun well i had a fun thanksgiving um it was just us matt tried his hardest to get anyone to come visit us for thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> um, i don't know why he really he was like really bent on one of you visiting for thanksgiving but no one no one would i didn't know um, he was i wasn't even seri- invited
2: so i didn't know he was like serious on his offer he just said later like why didn't you come to our house for Thanksgiving? I was like, I don't think you invited me.
3: Well, I had already told him that like you oh, guys both yeah. were gonna be busy for Thanksgiving. Um
1: anyway I had it, to say no a few times and it was it was <laughs> hard. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, no, you need to
3: stop. <laughs> stop scaring Portes.
1: No, I kinda loved it.
3: Yeah, it it's a blessing and a curse to be On Matt's radar. Um, (laughs) But we just had our own nice little Thanksgiving as a little family. And it was the first time in a long time that I've been the one to just like cook the entire Thanksgiving. And it was, I have to say, it was nice to just kind of like be on our own timetable. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's fun to get together with people for Thanksgiving. And I probably would rather you know, see family for Thanksgiving, but there's pros and cons because it's nice to just kind of not have to worry about like, you know, w- everyone's going to be ready for dinner at, at four and we have to be ready by then. Like we just
1: mm-hmm. it
3: was ready when it was ready yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
3: and we just had a nice chill day. We watched Thanksgiving episodes while you we were cooking and we played pickleball in the morning and it was just fun.
1: That sounds very fun. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, last year in December, we did a classic Christmas movie deep dive where we each chose a famous old movie, old Christmas movie that we'd never seen and watched it and then did a recap of um, what we thought. And that was episode 96, Festive Flicks, if you're interested in listening to it. Um, But it was very hard to find old movies that we hadn't seen especially ones that were like worth watching you know Mm -hmm. like not just random obscure old movies so this year we decided Mm -hmm. to do do something a little different and um get started get a head start on all the new holiday movies that are coming out on streaming platforms and give a little rundown of the ones that we watched so it's it's fun that there are so many different platforms doing these now. It's not just Hallmark. Yeah, it's not just Hallmark. Hallmark.
0: It's funny because I just intuitively call them Hallmark movies, Mm -hmm. even though – even if they're not on Hallmark. But it's like Netflix has a bunch. Like all the platforms now are coming out with them. And I actually love the competition because I feel like it's driving them to be like a little bit like higher
2: production value. Yeah, they're turning into something a person might want to watch.
0: I don't like how some of them – I think particularly Netflix, I feel like, try to do like a like a raunchy Christmas comedy. Like they try to uh-huh. make yeah. them like – I like that – I feel like a lot of platforms though are trying to keep them like very clean and like, you know, family friendly and stuff, which I love because I think – I'm glad there's a market for that, as cheesy mm-hmm. as it is. You know, I think like a lot of us just love like a cute feel good, you know, silly little movie this time of year –
2: I mean they're not gonna probably be that good, so they're gonna have to get their watch their mm-hmm. watches from like the audience that are that's likes actually them. true
0: mm-hmm. yeah and it's around this time of year, you want things you can watch as a family. You might have like kids home from school, kids home from college, grandparents in town like it's fun to have something everyone can sit down and watch together and so i I appreciate it as cheesy as they are. Um, I'm excited to talk about mine. So hopefully this gives you guys like something to look forward to, you know, if you're looking for something to watch this season.
1: Just a, a little side note, has, have you guys seen the Hallmark horror movie sketch on really Saturday know. Night Live? Yes. <laughs> it's really I love good. That
0: sketch so much. We'll have to post that on our Instagram
1: okay well I'll start with mine I think mine is going to be the dud of the group and I have to preface (laughs) by saying there were some that interested me that haven't come out yet Mm -hmm. so I might watch them and mention them in weekly wins to come because there was an Eddie Murphy one that I was interested in but uh, I chose the naughty nine (laughs) (laughs) what? (laughs) I haven't even heard of this it's on Disney Plus it's on Disney Plus and it's definitely for nine-year-olds. I would say <laughs> Luke and I did not enjoy <laughs> the ones that came up <laughs> in. <it>. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no. It was so bad. It was like, it was kind of uh what's the one? Is it the Santa Claus or is it the Santa Claus 2? Or is it all of the Santa Clauses where there's like a bunch of like ten-year-olds acting? And they're all, like, elves and stuff. That's the, That's the, first the Santa one. Claus yeah, oh. is. Yeah, I yeah, think is all, is all, all, of all of them. Yeah, I haven't seen the Santa Claus, too, <laughs> I, I don't think. think. <laughs> I think, actually, if you listen to our last Christmas movie episode, that was the movie that I was assigned, or that I chose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, I remember. It didn't stick, apparently. So, anyway, I would – it's kind of similar, like, humor to that, but without the – without even – uh, Tim Allen's like charm, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it just was, it just was not for me. But what's the plot? The plot is this is what interested me was it was it said it was like a a kid's Ocean's Eleven where they're they it's all these kids that are on the naughty list and they decide it's not fair and they're gonna rob the North Pole and get their presents. That, that weren't delivered to them. And it's a pretty cute little, like, plot. It, it was cute enough. It was fine. I think if you – I'm not in with the, like, eight and nine-year-olds of the world, <laughs> Um, so I don't know for sure, but I think that they would enjoy this. And it was, like – it wasn't like I was just dying – to stop watching. Can I
0: ask, so, is it a bunch of, like, positivity? bratty kids since they're all not, like, uh are you kind of like, oh, these kids are awful the whole yeah, time? there's
1: quite a few braddies in the group. There's, like, <laughs> one weirdo, there's, well, there's, like, three <laughs> <I> weirdos love- <laughs> and a few braddies. <laughs> We're,
0: I feel bad, I, people are gonna come at me for using the term, I'm sure bratty is not a word I should be using.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fine. It was fine. There, The one qualm that I had, uh, the main qualm was that there was one girl who was like, <laughs> they were like coming up with their alibis that they were going to tell their parents where they were while they were robbing the North Pole. And everyone was like, so-and-so, what are you going to say? And she was like, I, I'm from a family – or she, what did she say? She's like, I'm one of five siblings. They're not even going to notice I'm gone. And I was like, five? <laughs> not, not even five's not, not enough it's to miss a kid. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be like eight or nine at least, I, I would assume. I mean... And then she kept bringing it up as like like, I don't belong, like, I don't, they didn't hear her when she, like, they locked her out of the house one time. I was just like, this is. Like, she's just forgotten because five like is just too because many. forgotten she has too many siblings. It's oh <laughs> so word. many kids. So that, that part made me laugh, but.
0: But do we, like, uh, learn why the kids are
1: the way they are and, like, do they, do they, they learn the lessons? Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, I would. They do was learn it... a lesson. Was it, like, Bad
2: for a kids movie.
1: Santa is pretty grumpy. Mm. Uh, He's not jolly. I don't like that. So,
2: um, I mean, you gotta you gotta like justify the kids trying to steal from Santa. You know.
0: I guess guess that's that's true. true. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and it does. It. I did like. I'm gonna spoil it, so um, plug your ears if you're dying to watch this movie. But at the end, it's kind of like a setting it up for a sequel because the kids get home, they're back at school after the break and then one of the kids walks into the principal's office and the chair turns around and it's Santa and <gasps> he's like he's like, I'm in a bind. I'm gonna need the naughty nine. And then it cuts ah! to the, the credits, which that's kind <laughs> that's of fun. fun. That's that part, fun.
2: That part I enjoyed. I, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be watching this sequel. movie. <laughs> And I'll come back <laughs> next I'll come back next week with my thoughts. Mm-hmm.
3: So I still. almost chose that one because I thought maybe <laughs> the cheese would be more tolerable in a kid's movie yeah. than in like yeah. one and year. It actually almost
1: it kinda was. Mm-hmm.
0: Does this seem like it's Disney Plus's like big seasonal heavy hitter? Like, are they hyping this up as like their big ticket movie, do you think?
1: Probably. I think I saw a couple more.
2: Christmas movies on Disney Plus. I can't remember
1: I've been seeing
2: them promoting their Santa Claus TV show a Mm -hmm.
0: lot. Oh yes. I forgot. Oh actually yeah, I've seen that too. (laughs) I love I mean, I loved the movie The Santa Claus. We learned this last we year. It's one of my never favorites, never but it, it comes back. <laughs> of all the Christmas movies, I feel like it just will yeah. not – it's because millennials love nostalgia. We established yeah. that on our it's, – it's our fault as millennials that we just keep just bringing it back. So that's so funny. Um, well, can I talk about mine? Mm-hmm. Please. So mine was Genie. I keep calling it The Genie. It's just Genie. Like genie in a bottle, G N I E, and uh, it's on Peacock, which I know is kind of a random streaming platform. Do you guys have Peacock? Yeah, okay, I do. We do, we do too. It's a Um, good one. It is Uh actually a pretty good one. I know it's probably not one of the ones people would think of, but it has. We got it because it has like the Office on it. Yeah, we got it for one other show, but. It actually surprisingly has some pretty good stuff on it. I can't remember like what it's affiliated with, you know, like what other channels it's affiliated with. But it stars Melissa McCarthy as a genie. And then um, it's about a man named Bernard, which I was like, okay, wait a second. Bernard the Elf? Like speaking of the Santa Claus, that was too on the nose. I was like, that's already a Christmas-coded name, you know. (laughs) Um, But this man named Bernard Bottle, and he is too engrossed in work, and it leads to conflict with his wife, and his wife decides that she needs some time, they need to separate for a while. She takes their daughter Eve to go stay at her mom's house, um, and accidentally Bernard discovers that there is a genie in this like jewelry box that he has in his home, and she tells him he has unlimited wishes. It's also around Christmas time. And he's trying to fight to get his family back together. Show his wife that, you know, she's his top priority, not work. And it's very heartfelt. I won't give away more than that. Um, I actually really liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. I mean, it's cheesy. They're all cheesy. There's some definite – um you know, you have to suspend disbelief a little bit. There's some plot points that don't totally make sense. There's one major plot point that doesn't make sense that I might need to go back and rewatch because I even went on Reddit to see if I could see, like, if there was an explanation (laughs) for it because I was, like, really confused. (laughs) But um, it just came out on the 22nd, so it's only been out a couple days I loved it. I was like, wow, this was like the holiday movie of the season. Everyone's going to be talking about how good this was. I went on. It's got 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> like, oh, no. Claire. But 30% critic score, 63% audience score, and it's only okay. been out a couple days. So give it time.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: good. That's actually good for, I feel like, Te- for Tessa's
2: had, I think, 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh,
1: man. The Naughty Night?
2: I think so. I just Googled it.
1: Uh, okay. Maybe I... My taste is always off.
0: I'm always off. Like if I hate something, guarantee everyone else loved it and vice versa. So it goes to show I have terrible taste. But this I don't want to give away too much cuz I really hope people will watch it. It's rated PG. It is I would say it's family friendly. I think it had some tame bad words. Like it's it's quite clean though. It's definitely one you could watch with like Grandparents, Maybe not little, little kids. I don't think they'd even be interested in it. But, like, teens and grandparents. And, like, it's very cute. Um, Melissa McCarthy is definitely the one who actually really liked Bernard, too. But, like, she's, you know, kind of the big name. It had some random – oh, who's the guy? Alan, Alan Cumming. And it mm. had mm. Luis Guzman, who I only know from Community. But it had some random other stars in it. But Melissa McCarthy is her normal, lovable self. She's very funny. All of the laugh out loud moments were her for sure. Um, I would say it is a higher production value too than your average like Hallmark movie. Um, it's set in New York City, and so that's always kind of fun. Um, and I felt like the sets were really pretty. Like visually, it was like fun to watch. Yeah, there were some funny moments, and it actually had a very sweet moment at the end. I was actually a little misty, and it was actually oh, surprisingly whoa. cute. So I, I would say it's a bit the inner workings of like it's a genie, but it's Christmas time. Like it, there's a lot going on. I will say that <laughs> it's maybe like a little too many different things going on. Um, but I thought it was cute. I would totally recommend it, and. Probably one of my favorite of the like holiday streaming movies that I've watched.
2: Mm, wow! Okay, well,
1: I'm excited.
2: I guess I'm going to check that one out too.
3: I watched um, "Best Christmas Ever" on Netflix, and let me read you some of the headlines about it. Netflix's "Best Christmas Ever" panned by viewers, branded worst movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> By viewers for releasing worst Christmas film ever, despite all star cast. <laughs> it's
0: <not> oh, awful. <laughs> no. I is this the one with Jennifer Garner?
3: No, that one's not out yet. I would have watched that one actually if it had already been out by now. But this has Brandy, which that's the whole reason I wanted to watch it, it was. I, I guess, love Brandy. Where's she yeah, been all this she, time? She looks better than ever. She looks amazing. She was really the only, like, good part of the movie. The premise is Brandy is this really successful woman who sends out a Christmas newsletter every year bragging about her family's accomplishments, her own accomplishments, and her college BFF, apparently, which is confusing because she seems to not like her, but her college BFF Charlotte is jealous and does not like getting these newsletters every year, and she she decides that she's going to try to expose Brandy, who is not called Brandy in the show. Um, <laughs> in the show, um, she decides to expose Jackie and like figure out you know what is amiss in her life, but. I don't know. The premise is supposed to be that by, by being bent on, like, exposing Jackie, Charlotte ruins Christmas, basically. But I felt like Charlotte was justified because it turns out that Jackie and Charlotte's husband used to date in college and they're still, like, chummy and hmm. they're, like, inappropriately flirting the whole time and... I'm kind of like, I feel like Charlotte is justified. I'm on
2: her side. You can understand why Mm -hmm. she would want to take this fake friend down.
3: Yeah. And like Mm. the part where she like ruins Christmas is not even. It's an accident and it's not even like that bad. She hasn't ruined Christmas in any way. I'm like, this is not. I don't know. People were saying like this was written by AI. Like. And I'm like, I think it was because it's just like such a weird conflict. It was unsatisfying to watch everyone being like, This lady's ruining Christmas when really like I I feel like I would do exactly what she did. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um it's not for You
2: kids. would do exactly what she did.
3: I would love to see you <laughs> yeah. do exactly what I she would- did. <laughs> I would ruin Christmas too. So I would ruin Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is not a a movie for kids i would say they tried to throw they tried to pepper in like some inappropriate jokes and other than that it's like very clean so i'm like why why alienate your only mm-hmm.
0: fans mm-hmm. by pepper- yeah i kind of feel like jokes. either make it clean or like clearly like not that i would want not that i'm advocating for this but like make it one or the other but don't make it kind of like a cheesy holiday movie with some raunchy because it's like, well, then it's not going to appeal to like either group that would potentially watch this. So yeah,
3: it seemed like a weird choice. But I do think there was a moral of the story. Because at one point, it comes out that the husband of um, Charlotte has been like sending out Christmas newsletters secretly, which Charlotte didn't want to do because she's ashamed of her very normal family that (laughs) <laughs> i't in no way shameful. Um, it's like this drama where he's like betrayed her by sending out newsletters and she has to like come to terms with the fact that she's ashamed of her family and that she really should be sending out a family newsletter every year. And I was like, there seems to be like a lot of hubbub around the Christmas newsletter in this movie. Like it's a big part of the plot. And I realized Christmas newsletters are, they're causing problems, you know?
0: And I think, (laughs) wow. I love (laughs) that you got nervous before you said it. Like, you knew it was going to be a controversial I knew, well, I'm like, I, (laughs) I'm not saying no one should do Christmas newsletters because Mm -hmm. I
3: love to receive them. I love them. And I want, I want to send one out. And I think the moral of the story is we're, we're overthinking them Mm -hmm. and
0: they're causing too much drama. For I agree. People. Well, they caused a lot of drama in our family growing up. So yeah. I think it's a tender subject for us. Yeah. Our dad oh. always did like a funny one with lots of jokes that weren't real, but like mm-hmm. we were always worried people would take them as he was he claimed it was very obvious that they were jokes, but
2: yeah. He got a lot of responses from people who did feel that they were real.
0: Yeah, That's but he also had people really, that yeah, loved them. About us. So it was it was <laughs> He, you know, he couldn't stop because he's like people. People. He
2: was getting yeah the, the the praise.
0: (laughs) I agree. I find it's very easy to overthink them if when you write one. Like I've written them and reread them like over and over and over to be like, does that sound braggy? Does that sound smug? You know, like because you don't want to come across braggy,
3: but you don't want to make your family sound lame when other families are bragging so it's like and you
0: also don't want yeah. people to be like the one thing they hear from you all year makes them like oh she's struggling you know so yeah. i don't
2: know i do right <laughs> I mean, can't, can't people just send out like a nice normal one where they're like just that. everyone's happy and like doing well or something you know like does a that sound braggy the, i don't know no
0: <laughs> <Does that> sound- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's what it's like. If other people send it, it's great. If I do it, I overthink.
2: I it. get a lot of normal ones, and the ten percent that are so braggy, you know, those people aren't reading, rereading, and agonizing over it. Like mm-hmm. they
3: true. That was pretty much the most realistic part of the movie. It's just, just that yeah, it's like a drama, drama causing newsletters. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, I don't.
2: Yeah, I don't think I'll be. I don't think I'll be watching that. Yeah, that, that one sounds, doesn't sound. It sounds I'm sorry. like
1: unsatisfying, like not even like.
0: And was funny this the bad. one I suggested for you?
1: No, I okay. just found this one on the because
0: I had seen this one. I am sad. We wanted to get this out early, you know, because we wanted to get ahead of like the holiday rush. But there is that one from Jennifer Garner coming out on November thirtieth, uh, the Family mm-hmm. Switch, that looks really cute too. Yeah, that so one I'm looks sad cute. we missed that one. Well, ha- maybe we'll have to
2: do a follow up. Grace, what did yeah, you watch? a small addendum. Well, I watched x which I have to say is a great title. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't ti- taken. Yeah, I'm
1: surprised it hasn't.
2: It is a good but title. Then, I agree. Like, it, it gives you an entire plot to, like, so many plots jump to mind,
1: mm-hmm. you know, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, that you could go with. And it went with, you know, one that would jump to mind pretty readily, which was, so it stars Robbie Amell and and Leighton Meester, I only just recently, in the opening credits to this movie, saw Robbie Mell's name spelled and realized I had, I thought his name was Arnell, Robbie Arnell, because you know when an R and an N are close together, they could look like an M? Oh. Oh. I had been reading it oh. wrong. I had been reading it wrong this whole time. <clears throat> but anyway, they
0: are- You're right, Grace, I'm looking at it right
2: now. You're it's so an right. easy mistake to make. Yeah. <laughs> so he and Leighton had been engaged and they split up, but she was still in touch with the family. He was like an overworked tech guy with a deadline. So he called his parents and he's like, I'm not going to be coming home for Christmas. And then he gets all sad and he decides that he's going to surprise them and show up. But. <laughs> The part, the weirdest part of the movie to me was that when he, he calls his parents and they're like so sad. He hangs up the phone and immediately is like, I got to book a flight. Within five minutes of talking to his parents decides like he is going to go. So he wasn't <laughs> trying to do like a trick or a surprise. Mm-hmm. It was just purely for the like plot device of this movie that he didn't call them right back and say mm-hmm. like, hey, actually, I'm I'm going to come. But he shows up and his ex-fiance is there and it turns out. You know his family had invited her to Christmas when they found out that like he wasn't going to be coming, and then it's a whole. It's exactly what you would expect after that. Will they get back <laughs> together at the end? You can Definitely,
0: guess. Yeah. You have to watch <laughs> to see. <laughs> <laughs> I and love that Leighton Meester is still out there because I just mm-hmm. like I just like having her around. I really yeah, do <laughs>
2: she's out there. She looks she looks as great as ever. Mm-hmm. Although she's got bangs, it's fine. But um, I see them. Is not it really?
0: Great. I was gonna say, are they real? I can't tell.
2: I think are they're, they're real. Like- okay, because I don't know. In all, in like promo videos and stuff, she has them still has the bangs still. So I don't think it was just like I can't prop, judge prop bangs. Yeah, but yeah, the bangs. I mean, the bangs could stand to go. But and then Robbie <laughs> Amell has really grown into his face. He was good looking back <laughs> in his like initial, but I feel like he's what was getting he in back in the day? Did you, j- did you
0: already say and I missed it. Because I recognize Duff? him, the Duff. Okay, that was yes. the
2: first like. I feel like that was his sort of breakout mm-hmm. role, and he looks better like as an adult than doing like teen mm-hmm. roles. There was a t- there was a point in the movie where they made a joke about him being pear shaped or like like <laughs> out of shape, and then about like 15 minutes later, he takes his shirt off and he's like zero percent body fat, like so ripped, and it's like. <laughs> Like, it was okay. such a funny joke to make. I'm like, why make it at all? Because yeah. like yeah. he obviously is not pear-shaped.
0: It would be funnier if he kind of was and just yeah, like, like, yeah. acknowledge mm-hmm. it. Yeah. We'd but, like, like just, that more.
2: It just didn't make any sense. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a great movie, but it was a good movie. I I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. It was PG 13. I'd say it was a pretty, pretty soft PG thirteen. There were some like drug references. Were probably the main reason that I wouldn't let like a fourteen year old. I mean, I still probably that one might consider not. I love fourteen. <laughs> like, we don't know. I'm like, wait, I need to like walk back, not being offended by drugs. Just <laughs> a like, double. Never mind. A double walk back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was good. You know, it was just very what it was. It had some product placement, which I liked.
1: Which I, I Always like. get to I <laughs> I was nice was good to see that. It's always nice to like- <laughs> see like people
2: get in that bag.
1: I mean, I'm always shocked
0: by
2: product it on, placement. It was on Freebie, so I'm like, how is Freebie affording to like get, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. pretty well-known actors in the yeah. movie? Yeah. Well, they've got ADT and something else. I can't remember what the other product placement was, but oh, SodaStream, and then oh, hey, those are two great brands. Another really weird thing that happened. Because this was on freebie, they could, like, control the commercials that played. Mm. And in one of the ad breaks, it was like, here's a clip from the movie sponsored by Duracell. And it was 30 seconds of movie that was about to come later. <laughs> what? <laughs> Isn't
0: that weird? That's so weird. <laughs> that so it's just so like strange. here's here's a teaser sponsored it by Jesus. It just Duracell. ruined
2: like a, <laughs> ruined a joke that was going to happen later in the movie. That's
0: so <laughs> bizarre.
2: They so, should do extended yeah.
0: scenes or like
2: That's extra what I thought footage. was be, that would like, be cool. I thought it was going to be like a funny scene where like there was a Christmas present that involved like Duracell batteries, mm-hmm. you know, like oh, you didn't buy batteries for this, or you know, I don't know what the joke would have been, mm-hmm. but no, the scene didn't have anything to do with Duracell. It was what? just a scene that, then a few minutes later, I was like, oh yeah, there's that scene. It was really You're weird, so funny, but yeah, so strange. Um, I would say I can't stop using one thumb up now. I was going to say
0: we should have been using one thumb up, <laughs> one thumb up. I would give mine two thumbs. Let's all let's all say I'd be two thumbs for Gene. You
1: know, in hindsight. I actually think I'd give my No, two don't
0: turn soft now. I was no,
1: like, thinking about the
2: you said two of Christmas thumbs. Movies,
1: That's I think so... I would as a family movie. If I had a wait, kid you said two thumbs. House, yeah, if I had a kid <laughs> in the house, I would give it two thumbs up. Like,
2: oh, oh my word! Please. About face. This oh is the most shocking turn of
1: events over I the course not of one enjoy episode. It, <laughs> but I think it was good.
2: Objectively, two thumbs
1: exactly. oh, that's
2: so funny. um, yeah, I would give mine a solid, solid thumb.
3: What about you, Anne? One thumb down,
0: oh, interesting. that's
3: kind I of better than I thought. not mm-hmm. two because it has
0: you know good Christmas vibes.
2: It wasn't sad,
3: yeah,
2: mm it was <laughs> there was it was
3: a little sad
2: <laughs> oh no,
3: <laughs> so wait, maybe two thumbs down. <laughs>
2: I didn't want Wait, to spoil
0: anything, but it's a little sad.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> I have to watch this.
0: Stuff. Yeah, now I don't know if I want to, but I do want to know. I'll just look up a plot somewhere. Have it on somewhere. in the background. You know, I wouldn't yeah. sit down and watch it, but, you mm-hmm. know, maybe just have That's it. That's the only on in the way background. I know. That's probably why I missed the important plot point in the Genie or Genie. See, I have to keep, I keep trying to call it the Genie. <laughs> um, One other little spoiler I will say about Genie. This is unrelated, but I did want to mention it does seem to have some similarities to Aladdin, which I mean is going to happen with a movie featuring a genie. But there were a few things where I was like, really, you couldn't have, like, maybe handled that differently (laughs) because it's so (laughs) similar to Aladdin.
2: Create Um, their own, like, genie rules.
3: Yeah, genie rule.
0: Exactly, your own genie rules.
3: Okay, We hope this gives you something fun to look forward to watching when you're inevitably up at midnight wrapping presents at some point in the next few weeks. Speaking of wrapping, let's wrap this up with Weekly Wins.
1: Uh, Okay, it's actually so funny that I didn't read this. Well, I didn't like see the last part of the script until now. But my Weekly Win is wrapping paper. Oh, (laughs) nice. It's just... I think I've decided wrapping presents is one of my favorite parts of the Christmas season as an adult. Mm, I I, mm-hmm, I love it. I have really come around to it. Uh, I made some, like, ripped fabric ribbons this year. And I spent so long in Marshalls just, like, comparing... I brought my Marshalls fabric has the with best me, wrapping paper. They have such good wrapping yes. paper. I the wrapping papers I got are like te- like textured. You know how like they mm-hmm. have like the like nice like uh texture and they were so so affordable. So, anyway, I brought like my fabric my my little fabric ribbons with me and I was like putting them up next to the to the wrappings and it was just so fun because <laughs> it's such an affordable activity but you get to like shop around and and design you know how you want your presence to be that year it's just so much fun so that's it
0: that's it hope. seems it is fun but i have a few issues with it number one so i was listening to the lazy genius she did an episode about wrapping gifts And she said one way she makes it easier on herself is she sticks with the same color palette, like, year after year. So, she just kind of knows, like, not to buy random ribbons that don't go with, like, the papers she has because she has, like, the same colors every year. Which, I mean, mom would wholeheartedly agree because Mm –
1: That's how our mom
0: did it. Yeah, our mom did that too. And I – feel like I would immediately get sad about the cute wrapping papers I couldn't buy with that. Mm -hmm. But then mine is just a hodgepodge as a result because I just buy random ones that don't go together and then I'm like, it's too much. I also feel like it's so easy for me to get like mind boggly when I'm trying to like narrow it down and I don't know. I love it, but I also – feel like there's too many good options for wrapping paper, and then I get sad
1: and I guess I guess I see that point. I have not reached that. Like, I've only been collecting wrapping papers for, like, a couple of years. So this
0: year, I'm making myself use all of the wrapping paper I already have before I'm allowed to buy any more. So I don't think I'm going <laughs> to be able to buy any. <laughs> oh, she's going to do a show and tell. Oh, what's this? Yes, let's see it. <gasps> I love a show and tell on the podcast.
1: Oh, did you see me getting my. <laughs> I decided to show and tell. Um, <gasps> Do you see my cute. So cute. cute really cute. It's like a cracker. Oh, so I like think I maybe saw that at Marshall's. With a, I've seen a that somewhere. Ribbon.
0: It's so cute. Or did you post it, Tess?
1: Did I you didn't send it, post it to the it. family
0: group? Okay. It's no. beautiful. Isn't it cute? Have you seen the viral <laughs> joking but sort of not <laughs> um velvet ribbon pack from Hobby Lobby? No. No. I I kind of need to go to Hobby Lobby and get it. There it was like if you're looking for velvet ribbon for your gifts, there's a because it's expensive. There's a really good like pack of like I think it's like five or six different neutrals on just like mm. one spool. And if you use a coupon, you know, you get the whole spool, so it's a good is Anne looking it up right now? No. <laughs> I was flattered.
3: I want to go. Did you know the Hobby Lobby headquarters is here?
0: <gasps> oh, that actually that, doesn't surprise me. It I'm seems like Ellen Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> How so, exciting. Yeah, I,
3: I might need to venture into Hobby Lobby. I actually have never been to Hobby Lobby. so You've never been to Hobby Lobby? There no, every I've never week. been. How is that possible? I'm just, I'm a Joanne's girly. You're Joanne's I are a Joanne's girly. I don't, I don't it's know. It's not about... the same thing <laughs> no. at all. I, but I feel like it kind of is. It's got the decorations and.
0: Okay. So my weekly win, we, after Thanksgiving, we went over to Indianapolis and Ella competed in an Aroctus, which is a regional Irish dance championships. Um, she was not competing as in like the solo championships because she's just beginning still. But she was part of like a, a Kaylee dance, which is like a team. And it was my time to shine as a dance mom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> kind of. Um, I was like trying we to play it very cool, but days. I was very – I was having a lot of fun. <laughs> I was really excited. <laughs> um. And it was a great experience, hopefully, for her. She seemed like she was really happy and had fun. It was good, successful. Dave was a champion because he had to kind of be, like, the one, you know, bringing the little kids to see her and then, like, entertaining them. And it was just a long day. But my win, truly, was that on the way home, we had to stop and get food, of course. Where did we stop but a Culver's? I have really just come to love Culver's as a road trip stop because when you've been on the road, you want somewhere that's going to be kind of like reliably good. Like we've talked so many times about McDonald's or Taco Bell or any of those, even though McDonald's can be reliable, but like you don't know if it's going to be like a bad one or like a nice big one. You know, it's just kind of like Culver's, I feel like you can count on kind of the level of like... Comfort, and the restaurants mm-hmm. also tend to be like they have some nice big booths or some bigger tables. It just feels yeah. like a nicer place to like a decompress. better place to rest. Yeah, when you've been in the car. Mm-hmm. So it was just a delightful experience from beginning to end. It was beautifully decorated. Anne's feeling sad. You said you love <laughs> Sonic, so, so don't depressed. be whining. I know. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and the servers were just so kind and polite. It's It's the Midwest. One of my favorite things to do is judge a place based on like a 30 minute stop at a fast food restaurant and nothing else. <laughs> and I did this when we passed through Erie a couple weeks ago and I was like, wow, Erie Pennsylvania is like a great stop for a family. It's a family town. like it's a great place just because the Arbys was like really killing it. And then this time I was like, wow, Indiana, people are so kind here. Like people are so nice and, like, <laughs> positive. There were a lot of people that were stopping there for lunch on their way home from church. You could tell. And I was like, it's a family place. Like this is, you know, real classic values here. You know, so I was, I was just really touched by our experience at Culver's. And now we have <laughs> six more Scoopies. Oh, and another thing when we went when I went to redeem our free custard scoops, the guy said that was the most custard scoops he's ever had someone redeem at one time. <laughs> I hold the record. That's what he said. That's a record wow. for the most I've ever seen so <laughs> I
2: was like, that's me. <laughs> I have a win. It's I'm not gonna call it an intend to win, but um Oh no. <laughs> I haven't actually tried it yet. <laughs> But I've been researching, and and I ordered some bins for... Have you guys heard of um, Bokashi? No. No? It's a composting method. So I, I've been interested in composting for a long time, but when I'm really realistic with myself, <laughs> none of the methods really are anything I'm ever going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of pests, and I'm... I don't know, just putting it in a bin and then turning it with a pitchfork or doing all the stuff. And it's yeah. very
1: intimidating I've to had me the too. same experience.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's intimidating. And then the indoor ones with, like, the worms, I also am like, I just don't think I'm going to be – I'm just – I'm not going to do it. Too scary. And then I'll have created more waste by buying, buying materials that bin. I'm not going to use. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but <laughs> I have bought some plastic bins that I'm going to use for <laughs> – this method, it, it seems pretty cool. So what basically all it is is just like a super airtight bin, but you can put lots of stuff in because like with normal composting that you do outside, it has to just be like fruits and vegetables and stuff that rats and pests won't be attracted to. So like you can't do like dairy or meat or anything outside. But in this one, you can put anything in like cheese or whatever. Like any, they say any pasta, they said if you can eat it, you can put it in the thing and you technically can even do bones. They just take a really long time. But the way it works is you put it all in this bin. And then once it's full, you stick it somewhere else for a couple weeks and then it just ferments. And it creates this like fermented juice that you drain off and you can use for like fertilizer or you can just pour it down your drain. And then the stuff on the inside doesn't really change its shape or anything but it just has fermented so it doesn't smell as good to animals. And it's also like started its way to composting. And then you just bury it under soil and it'll just compost itself.
1: This still sounds like it sounds so, so It sounds like so much
2: work. It's
1: but thir- it sounds
2: 30 it. times easier than trying to... Do regular composting. Okay,
0: but do you do this in the winter? You're digging Mm -hmm. holes in the frozen ground? Well, so
2: what I'm going to – I didn't want to get too far into it, but what I'm going to do is (laughs) create what's called a soil factory, which is – Or a compost factory. I don't remember which one. I have a little more research to do. But you basically – you take your bin, and then you have bins outside that have layers of, like, dirt and this – what's called pre-compost (laughs) – and you oh just put gosh. another layer of dirt, and you just keep layering it. And I mean, then so it's like
0: compost lasagna.
2: Basically, yeah. And then oh. you, if you have two bins, you have one that you're actively adding to, one that's just sitting there, and it's turned itself mm-hmm. into compost, and then you just put it in your garden. It's just soil, basically. Okay. It's just-
3: I do not support this. I fully
1: support this idea. You I don't support 100% this?
3: I support composting. <sighs> in general for other people <laughs> you have a lot going on you're yeah
1: i i yeah, have you're to be so busy man. this you is not an, an active house. process you're though trying to i redo i feel like jet is going to eat some compost it's every I'm two weeks
2: every two weeks i take one sealed bin and i dump it into a different sealed bin that's it okay
0: it doesn't get alive it's going to be so that. cold in the winter and there's going to be icicles hanging from the bin and there's it's going to be frozen shut and you're going to be like, oh, I'll wait till it thaws. And then, you know, it's not going to happen.
1: I, I this is going to work.
2: Thank you, Tess. I, I knew Tess would support work. me.
1: I'm- this is actually inspiring me because I've really <laughs> wanted to do the worm kind for a long time. And this is just the, the kick in the pants I needed.
0: I will Uh-oh.
3: compost someday do worm when worm I have
1: that's difficult,
0: <laughs> like a, a very large yard and I can put it in the way back
2: far away from Well, that's what I do with all my leaves, but – so I've been composting for a long mm-hmm. time in that regard. So worst case scenario, I can just dump everything back there.
0: I salute you, Grace.
2: Seriously. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'll show you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. My weekly
3: win is that I, so I had like short Uggs. <laughs> they're, they're 10 years old. They, it's time for them to go, but I don't want to buy new Uggs. And I just wanted them to be shorter so that they could be like the ultra mini ones. And I saw I had seen a video a while ago of someone cutting them and like, oh my word, sewing
1: the top like binding back on. So brave.
3: So I did that. I unpicked the little binding (sighs) on the top. I cut them down, and then I sewed. I had a hand sew the binding back on, and they turned out. Pretty good. I Wow I, wow, I am. like they kinda of like ultra minis. They still are super old. So like they're not really cute. So that's a problem. I think I just need to buy some mugs. But they'll Well, at least they're like a trendier. They'll hold you version, over till then. You know? Yeah. 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 I don't know, like I just wanna see where the trends go before mm-hmm. I,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. Make that's very smart. Mm-hmm.
0: So. that's how trends work. You mm-hmm. have time to like really think it through, yeah, before <laughs>
2: before you get <laughs> be prepared for the next
0: one. <laughs> no, seriously, that's impressive. If I tried to do that, it would be so crooked and so <laughs> frayed, and it would just be. I can't even imagine me cutting Uggs. That would be. Yeah, I can't even cut wrapping paper straight. So. That would be terrifying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week.